Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. I almost forgot that we had an episode this week. You know, the back-to-back episodes, it happens every once in a while. Every once in a while. Uh, Yes, we are back back-to-back episodes as we're going to be covering new heroes that were added to the game to cap off uh, book seven. All done. Nice bow on top of that one. So we'll talk about the story and how that concluded, but honestly, anyone's guess would have been correct because we've had seven books to determine how these things always end. There are minor differences, but yes, we always win in the end or else the game wouldn't be able to continue. It's true. It's true, and we'll talk about that. Let's get to the banners. We've got the Weekly Revival 48 and 2 banners running right now. Wyvern Ninja Special Hero Revival into the 24th. Ninja Training Special Hero Revival until the 25th. Hall of Forms Revival until the 25th as well. Heroes with Luna heading into December until the 1st. Legendary and Mythic Hero Remix 1 and 2 until the 5th. Our Path Ahead until the 6th. And the new heroes banner we're going to talk about today, Attuned Nino, and I meant to look this up ahead of time. Jinun uh, uh, <laughs> Gap? Is that correct? That's not correct. That can't be correct. I mean, close enough. I usually just do hard G's all the way around. Geninga Gap, but Geninga Gap. Okay, that sounds better. That flows better. Geninga Gap. There it is. I mean, I just sounded how it's spelled, and it being possibly Norse, it could be completely wrong. Because they spell it one way, and there's random hidden letters hit in there. Yeah, it's anyone's guess, really. Uh, but I didn't do much summoning uh, of anything. Nothing to note here. But for you, how did you how did you do on the new banner? I did okay. I got the two main ones I was looking for, and it is technically rearmed getting good gap. I don't. I uh, know if the banner specifically says rearm there, but um, nope, it doesn't. Uh, but yes, I did actually get uh, Geninga Gap uh, in the summoning and ended up sparking for Nino. Uh, along the way, I did end up grabbing a random uh, version of Krom and uh, Asker Daddy. Forget his name off the top of my head. Uh, Gustav. So I know I was going to ask, like, is it George? No, it's Gustav. I was trying yeah, to remember. Lance Crom. I don't remember which Crom this is, but uh, Lance Crom. Is that the Brave Crom? Is it not? Possibly. I honestly don't know, but that's good. That's a good haul. Uh, yep. I'm like saving my orbs. I haven't really found a compelling yeah, if you're reason. Not attached to Nino or the other two um, Blazing Blade characters on the banner, and not that interested in rearmed Geninga Gap then no real reason to spend orbs on it. Yeah. You know? I I or feel like Nino I'm... A tune. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, no, it's fine. I, I feel like for me, I'm... It is it is mostly to do with the fact that heroes haven't... The heroes on the banners haven't really been, like, you know, calling me to summon. Because we all know I summon for the characters, not necessarily, like, the skills and to have everybody. But uh, I'm also kind of focused on, like, we're going to have book eight in December. We're going to have the 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 holiday heroes both christmas themed and not necessarily christmas themed but holiday themed and new year's themed so like there's a lot of like orb 
sinking type activities coming up. A lot, lot of reason to save your orbs if you re- want to, you know, in case you really like the Christmas or New Year's uh, hero designs. And they will have a bunch of stuff to give us a bunch of extra orbs or tickets. We'll find out what, but yeah, they've shifted a lot more towards giving us tickets over orbs because tickets can expire. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, you know, like we mentioned, is a new attuned hero. So our third one of those. Second banner with one, which is one of the ones with the bonus skills that can be inherited and not lose the character. Yeah. Yeah. Sunita, it's it, I like it as a new hero type. And um, I guess, yeah, not, nothing really jumped out at me. But I, I do want to talk about before we get into the, you know, what's coming up in the game and and the new heroes. I want to talk about the fact that book seven has ended. And I joked that, you know. Anyone could have guessed the ending, but to to be super reductive and then we can actually roll back and have a serious conversation. Uh, you know, the the main the new bad guy has been defeated. In this case, the the bad lady with the golden serpents has been defeated, uh, while the uh the new good person for book seven has triumphed overall. They've somehow found a way, the plan worked, you know, bad guy gone for the most part. Good guys win, essentially. So, yeah, it's kind of a weird thing where, like, the villain was not actually the villain, but the golden serpents that were attached to the villain. Yes. And after having to kill both the past version of herself and the future version of herself, which is the villain we've been fighting, uh, Sather manages to somehow uh, bring them to, like, like you kind of hinted, the spirit world or whatever, so they can hang out and spend time together and get to know each other. And uh, the golden serpents are gone. Uh, although it never explains what happened to, um, uh, what's her name? The sister, right? What was yeah. it? Was her name Hather? Yeah. yeah, Hather, I think it was, uh, who got killed along the way. Did, yeah. We might have gotten her as a hero anyway, but still, you know. They do kind of leave her. <laughs> she's, she's there one minute. Dead before we had the special power. Oh well, and I she's guess. how Sather got attached. Got a- the serpents attached to her to eventually become, you know, the villain. Right, uh, Golvig. But yes, Sather and Hather are the same person, as well as Kavasir and Golvig. Yeah, that was a weird time twisty thing. I, I guess it's hard to say for sure. It's like Hather was a. Like, the daughter of Gulvig sent back to befriend Sather, and I guess had the spark of the golden serpents in her, so uh-huh. that Sather would get the golden serpents in her with Norther, Nordir going evil for whatever reason he went evil, which was also never really explained well. Right. Uh, yeah, there's a reason we didn't really focus a lot on the story at all for these books, but I think, like... They tried something new with this one, and I got to applaud them on that to like try to do some, you know, time travel shenanigans and to make every every other main new character introduced in this book the same person, but from a different timeline or, you know, and so far removed that they don't know who each other who each other are, I guess, is they kind of explain they are technically different people, but they like somehow like a, you know, a caterpillar transforming into a butterfly they turn into each other or something yeah so yeah 
like different lives killing one doesn't actually stop the other from existing like time travel would normally do because they are technically different or something like that i don't know it, it was weird and hand wavy and the only biggest complaint i have is that we never got kavasir as a character playable character although we do have a mythic hero coming up so maybe that's where that'll pop up yeah yeah no i i think uh well let's talk about what's coming up next for the events that's a good segue Oh, yes, our next full episode uh, should be on the 11th after the Books 8 kickoff banner on the 6th of December. Or, well, that's what I suspect that'll be because we have a batch of new heroes on the 6th of December, and usually that's the kickoff for the new book. Uh, Though we might do a full episode for the Mythic Hero on the 4th if we get a Fae channel before that uh, drops, that hero drops. Uh, So we might do one on the... Yeah, the fourth would be the banner. The Mythic Hero actually comes out on the 28th, I believe, November 28th. Uh, So we might do a full episode if we get a Fae channel before the fourth. Uh, Without a Fae channel, we'll probably just do a mini for the Mythic Hero. Yes, yeah, that's a good point. I hadn't even... uh, That's right, we usually get a a Fae channel for the new book, and it usually does launch a couple days prior to the version update. They give us sort of the... The rundown, the intro video, that sort of thing. So that's a good Which point. They so, kind of yeah. have to do because they um, uh, don't. Uh, uh, once they put the update in the system, uh, the data miners get all the data and info anyway. So yeah, yeah. But so yes. Speaking of uh, special videos, we actually did get a special video for the end of book uh, seven, which we essentially just see the three versions of. Uh, say they're floating in the air, looking and nodding to each other, or something like that. Yeah, super compelling. It's not much, but it's we got we got it. <laughs> Figured yeah. we should mention it since we hadn't. No, I forgot about it, and I I meant to mention it and uh, forgot about it because you're right. It was just a you know, a minute and a half. It, look, it gave us some animations for the the final fight. You know where where yep. uh, Goldvig is defeated and the Golden Serpents are defeated. Um, I didn't make it far enough to see the, the 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 force ghosts nodding at each other, ending. Uh, but that's that I'm, is hilarious. I'm not even sure if they're force ghosts or what do you want to call them, but yeah, that uh, seems as close a way to label them as any. Yeah, yeah, but Eddie is correct. That is a good point. If we do have a Fae channel before that Monday, uh, we will certainly record a full episode and discuss uh, all the fun stuff, and then focus on the new heroes um, the week after that. But uh, speaking of new heroes, our new heroes banner we're talking about today is Attuned Nino and uh, Ginnon Gagap. Did I have that right? Ginnon Gagap? Close enough. Ginnon Gagap. <laughs> Ginnon Gagap. You know, wherever you want to emph- put the emphasis on those syllables. Yeah. Well, it, but, it's so funny because I really wish... And and maybe there maybe there is like a pronunciation guide out there, but I don't because because the hero stuff isn't voiced like the, the names of characters and stuff or or anything like there's no talking between characters. It's all written out on the screen. We don't have that surefire guide to to how to pronounce these. Now I will say this like no excuses for characters that have been around for decades in Fire Emblem. Like I we should. And when I say we, I mean Ryan should be able to look those up because Eddie usually has like a, at least a a better pronunciation <laughs> than mm-hmm. I do. But um, yeah, I don't know. 
we're doing our darndest here with these new heroes and uh hopefully the next uh the next book won't be so um punishing on us well this is even this is even the book that we're worrying about this is the side story for what was it book four book five the fairies that is a very good point um the final new heroes uh banner for book seven brings the tempest trials plus story villain to our heroes collection notice how i avoided saying it again plus a host of blazing blade characters including a brand new attuned hero there you go including a hero going straight to the three to four star pool as well as the usual grand hero battle tool unit Mm -hmm. but uh, of course, the first one is the one that Ryan so loves. Name Ryan so loves to say, Riarm Gap, uh, the ruler of nihility. Nihility. That's also a tongue twister. Uh, the villain of the Tempest Trial series joins as a rearmed hero wielding uh, arcane void, colorless dagger, and is a cavalry unit. She has her unique school, unique skill, ruler of nihility. Nihility. Uh, in a new tier four skill called Fatal Smoke Four, so we get her in all her glory, and uh, you know we fought her in the Tempest Trial, so I kind of knew she was coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite an interesting character, straight out of. Uh, we'll go with an anime to be polite sure. and family friendly. Is that because of? Oh, I noticed she doesn't have legs. Yep, I didn't notice she... that before. I yeah, I just noticed that as well. She just has uh spiked tentacles, uh, tentacles of some kind. Yep. Yeah. She's the god of nothingness, right? So yep. what what better thing to have? So. That makes sense. Um yep. I love the design. I gotta say, like it, it's uh what I think you've I've heard around like more like kind of like a Cthulhu style with obviously the tentacles and the deep purples and you know, the god yep. of nothingness, right? Uh, it's and kind within of within those deep purples, you can kind of see stars and stuff. Yeah, it is such a cool design, and um, yep. honestly, should have been enough to have me summoning on the banner, but uh, it, it didn't pull me in. I think it is because my brain is like, We're gonna have a new book, we're gonna have Christmas, we're gonna have New Year's, and Ryan. You're going to want to have orbs. We'll see. Maybe Engage gets some love in those banners for, for special heroes. Maybe it'll be three houses again. Probably. Uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I love this look. And honestly, as, as soon as it was data mined, I was like, okay. Can't wait to see what this looks like. And I'm expecting a rearmed or attuned, uh, it, the leader Freya next, next month. Oh, because in the story, uh, as I kind of suspected, uh, we confirmed that uh, the little girl one, Aether, is actually Freya. And the right. thing that was killed last time was uh, the fake Freya was the um, what do they call it? The, the thing from nothingness that can fake fake itself, make it look like. Oh, uh, the the dream eater or something. Something like that. Yeah. 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 That That's was true. what was killed by getting a gap last in book part four and part five. We, you know, uh, at the end, uh, they're chatting with it and uh, Peony realizes, no, you are actually Freya. Aether is Freya. Right. Which I kind of realized when I noticed that the um, 
you know, uh, tuned and ascended versions of units were kind of had the Freya thorns and flowers on them, and Aether was the one giving them that power. So, yeah. Now, is the Tempest Trials Plus story that's that's ending in December? That's ending with the next new heroes. I believe so. Usually, yeah. or next special heroes. Special heroes. Sorry, so um, ending closer to Christmas. Usually, they are six uh, chapters long, and we just finished chapter five. Right, yeah, I believe, and I believe that was announced last week. I think I think we talked about it during the version update. Maybe I talked about it on the mini. Uh, it's just it's ringing some bells, so I wanted to bring that up because uh, the story is not technically complete, even though we have gotten uh, the villain. Uh, the villain usually does get it, get released a, a banner before. Um, anyways, let's talk about the next hero, which has nothing to do with the Tempest Trials Plus series. We have Isadora, escort of Ferey. Isadora is a knight of Frey, the eastern territory of the Lycian League in Alib. Isadora is a lance cavalry hero wielding guarding lance. She has a new skill in the B slot called attack slash defense snag four. Rounding out her kit is reposition as an assist and attack slash speed clash four in the A slot. Um, so I gotta say, I love her name, Isadora. It's a great name. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit I don't recall a ton of the uh, Blazing Blade characters, so she's not one I remember. I don't know how far into Ellywood's story you encounter her. Might even be early, and I just somehow forgot about her. But don't remember her a ton, but it's nice to see some Blazing Blade love popping back up. Yeah, Blazing Blade is one of my favorite in the series. Uh, it's the first one I played, and it... I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but um, it sounds like she joins fairly late because she is left with um, uh, Ellywood's uh, sister. Okay. Like I said, it's been so long, so I don't remember when exactly she would join or not. In fact, I can't even recall if I got deep into the Ellywood story. I know I finished the uh, Lynn story, and I've done it a couple times since then, but... It would be chapter 21 when she joins. First joins in so. chapter 21, Kinship's Bond. That's Ellywood's story. So as I yep. said, like fairly late in the game um, because she is technically uh, left to protect. Um, uh, to, Foray while Ellywood's out doing yes, stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yep. But great to see her in the game. Uh, another one, not sure if he joins the same time as Isidore or later, is Harkin, Troubled Warrior. Uh, is a red sword infantry here wielding the trouble blade, but he does not have new skills. Uh, if not for the fact that we had the two special units here, he probably would have been a demote unit. Uh, but we got two special units and a unit not on the banner. So, but not a ton of fancy skills. But uh, interesting backstory to him. Uh, reading through the uh, tempest, uh, not the tempest trial, the forging bonds. Uh, he's a former. Uh, former um, mercenary and feels shameful about his past to a degree, but gets to meet some other mercenaries and kind of gets to be a bit more okay with it. I I don't remember much about him either, but he does join quite late as well, chapter 25 in Blazing Blade. So, um, yeah. I will admit Isadora's uh, Forging Bonds was interesting too, uh, because she... Uh, want you know wants to be a faithful uh, follower of Elamine or Elamine, and feels that because she is so violent, she has no right to do that. And she actually gets to meet 
Saint Elamine or Elamine or whatever, however you pronounce it, and talks to her and gets her opinion on it, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Um, what's our next here? We got attuned Nino Fang's heart after leaving the Black Fang assassins of Alib and joining up with Elliewood. Marquis of Ferret, uh, Nino has truly grown as a hero. Nino is a green dagger infantry attuned hero wielding uh, Gundel. Nino has two new skills, the first in the B slot called Speed slash Defense Tempo 4, and the second in the C slot called Fanged Ties. Rounding out uh, her kit is Draconic Aura as a special and Flash uh, Sparrow in the A slot. Nino's attuned skill is Fleeting Echo, where if unit uh, initiates combat, grants speed plus 2 to unit and reduces damage from foe's first attack by 30% during combat. Uh, and I'm, again, with attuned heroes, the critical thing here being that, that the hero has um, an additional skill uh, in yes. addition to their this other is the slots. X skill slot or whatever, it's a separate skill slot, and I believe when you give it to another hero, it goes to that special slot. and you keep the hero and the skill. Uh, you just can't inherit it again mm-hmm. without getting another version. Yes, exactly. And I'm trying to remember, like, I thought Nina was, she's a mage in Fire Emblem. Is she not? I mean, sometimes with these special versions, they go with something different than normal. Yeah. You know, um, I believe she is, I believe she usually is mage or mag- magic or actually I feel like they've, one of the versions we've had of her is um, like a Pegasus knight. Yes. Yep. There is a design. Pegasus uh, magic yeah. user. But yeah, the all the all the three all the other versions of Nino we have are all mages. Uh, but sometimes with these special versions, they go a little different. And as they kind of hinted in the um, trailer, she's like uh, imitating Jafar. Oh yes. It was a you know a big help to her and friend to her. So. You know, that's kind of because she comments how she's dressed like Jafar in this outfit. So, yeah. if I recall correctly, in the trailer, I I think she looks awesome with the daggers and the sort of the inspired by Jafar look. I think it's uh, it's very cool. I was just trying to remember, like for some reason, my brain is picturing her as a tome user, both in game and uh, her previous iterations in Heroes. But it is you're right; it's nice to see the the characters getting a new sort of, um, I guess, a new class, like uh, becoming a, a, a dagger user or stuff like that. Because uh, that's the whole point of Fire Emblem Heroes is to mix things up. Like, we don't want to do it the same every time. We have so many different alternate versions. We can take advantage of that. I mentioned we already have four other versions of Nino. All of them are uh, mages. Yeah. So. so we were due for a change. Yep. Uh, we also have another uh, new to the uh, to Fire Emblem Heroes with Will Unequaled Archer joining. Uh, Will, I uh, don't remember a ton of him, but I'm pretty sure he did join during Lin's time. Uh, I think he was your archer for that little short seven chapter sec uh, stuff. Uh, but he does go straight to the three to four star pool as a colorless infantry bow unit wielding the Halting Bow Plus mm-hmm. and no other new skills. And you are correct. He joins fairly fairly early, chapter three of Blazing Blade, and uh, his artwork has very much the the old school traditional 
archer look, sort of the soldier with like the link yeah. pants and the tunic oh, yeah. and sort of the. He's probably uh, you know among the ones that made made that the standard look for archers. Yeah. Yes, especially like once we got into the GBA era, they kind of like upgraded that old NES SNES look. So uh, they did a they did a really good job. Um, and our last hero here, so the so sorry, you were saying Will got added directly to the three and four star pool. Like it wasn't a quest reward; Correct. it's you just got to summon him. Okay. Correct. Um, Fargus, on the other hand, Fargus, uh, Badon Buccaneer. Uh, Fargus is the leader of a band of pirates who made a port town in Alib's Lycia, their den. He's a bold and hardy leader who, quite strangely for a pirate, has no tolerance for barbaric behavior. Fargus is available as the Grand Hero Battle Unit for this banner and is an Axe Infantry Hero wielding Corsair Cleaver. Being the GHB unit, he has no new skills, but rounding out his kit is Dragon Fang as a special attack slash defense ideal 3 in the A slot. And infantry pulse three in the C slot. Yeah, he's a uh, his artwork's great. I've, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling up now. Like this is uh, again, like we talk about, like the traditional look for the heroes that come from those early GBA games. And man, I think they ran with this one, and they really had some fun with it. Uh, is this look? I'm gonna ask the question, Eddie. You don't have to answer it, but is this the first? Is this one of the, it, this guy must have the most chest hair in terms of like Fire Emblem Heroes characters? Like he's got to be winning. I don't think I can think of another example. I mean, oh well, that is on display, and you can actually see the chest hair. I yes, think you're yes. right, but <laughs> well, there there are a lot of units we never see the chest of, so no clue how they compete with him on chest. That is true. He's the only one competing because he's the only one not wearing a shirt. Uh, well, there's so a there few others that have open shirts, but they are uh, uh, they manscape. So and there you as go. A, as a buccaneer, doesn't that's true. No time for that. He's too busy being a pirate. You're right. I'm just thinking. You're just picturing. I think like Linus has a version that has his shirt open and stuff. Uh, you know, speaking of Blazing Blade, so yeah, you know, uh, I just got to say, like again, it, it's it's a really great. Um, it's a really great artwork for, you know, a grand hero battle unit. And it's definitely got like that pirate feel. I mean, his, you know, idol art has him with gold in one hand and reaching for his sword with the other. And I I think they did a, they did a really good job. Yeah. I was double checking Linus, his basic version. Mad dog has, you know, him with a, I guess he does have a shirt that just doesn't close. Uh, he does have like a strap across the front of his chest, but he manscapes. I think his uh, Savage Dog version also manscapes. But there you go. And I think there are a handful of others who will have, you know, open shirts or no shirts, and but little to no hair, if any. Well, there you go. Fargus is winning. If there was a competition, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. There's but... a lot to go through and double check on, but you report back in two heads, weeks. He is winning. Uh, you can if you want. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm good. About it. I think I'm just ready to give Fargus the crown. I mean, I'm honestly like, we're here. We might as well do it. So, uh, but that was the last hero uh, for this batch of heroes. Um, and and Eddie, yeah. we we would normally end the show here, but like, you are, are you've I'm not. This sounds accusatory, but like, you put in the notes that you're playing another tactics game. Is that allowed? I mean. It's no, uh, connected to another series I'm already playing a ton of. Uh, Persona 5 Tactica came out. 
Uh, it's probably a lot closer to um, oh, what you call it, Mario and Rabbits in the ah. gameplay, because uh, your guns are your focus, not melee and stuff. But it's another tactics game that just came out. It's been fun so far. I'm not a ton into it, and I don't know how deep it goes. But you know, so it, it did come out, and there's a new tactics game. Uh, if you, you know, for Fire Emblem fans to try out and test out, a little more modern, but you know, I've been having fun with it. Yeah, oh, that's good. It's on Game Pass, right? It's on Xbox. Game uh, yes, Pass? it is on Game Pass. I ended up just buying it anyway because I was interested to begin with, but got some of the special stuff, you know, early pre-order stuff and all that. Also, when I went to look at it, and it had like it was in some kind of limbo. Oh, where it was like two hours before it launched and it wasn't showing up as coming to game pass. It wasn't showing up as recently released on game pass. It was just hiding somewhere. So, but you're enjoying it. You know, I'm interested enough that I, you know, and I'll probably want it after it goes off of game pass. Yeah. I think the Atlas games in terms of game pass usually stick around for about a year. So Uh, that's um, what five Royal did. I managed to, you know, purchase it with the discount from game pass right before it fell off. I've been playing, uh, Golden on Game Pass, Persona 4 Golden. I tried Persona 3 Portable, and it didn't catch catch me as the others, but that's going way off track. But just thought, you know, fans of Fire Emblem might be interested in checking out uh, Persona 5 Tactica, which is on Game Pass, if you have that. If cool. not, it's out everywhere, I think, even Switch. I, I will admit that, yeah, um, I don't know if it's because I'm on uh, Series S, but some of those loading screens are a bit rough. Oh. I can see why it's almost like they, uh, you know, they, uh, what should we call it? They made it so it works best on Switch. <laughs> kind oh, of right. feels like, because there are some loading screens that with the power of even an S, I feel like it's like, it should not be taking this long. That's too bad. That is unfortunate. Uh, but I'm I'm glad you brought it up. I honestly, like, I know Fire Emblem fans, there are, even Fire Emblem sort of adjacent games and tactic games, like they don't come out very often. So I think it's important to sort of highlight them. And um, Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope was one of my favorites last year when I played of it. Um, but there are a lot of cool sort of uh, um, more indie takes on Fire Emblem um, that have come out in previous years. We talked about uh, Dark Dark Destiny, I think it is. Or is it Possibly Dark? Though. And then there was also Triangle Strategy. Yeah. Which yep. is another one. Dark Deity uh, I think is what I'm thinking of. Dark Deity, okay. Is this, is that Unicorn Overlord supposed to, is a tactic-like? Tactic yes. Fire Emblem yeah. tactic-like? Yeah, Unicorn Overlords is supposed to be coming out next year, and it's going to be very... Which I swear, I complain, it's false advertising. I see no unicorns anywhere in the not yet. trailers. Why, you're not going to give that well, away in the so opening So far, scene. it's false advertising. I mean, if you're going to advertise as having unicorns, show me unicorns. You know? <laughs> No, I mean, I can't fault you there. Uh, there's another one I wanted to bring up that's on Steam. That I think it's called Symphony of War is another one that, that is very Fire Emblem-like and, and has been received well. So um, lots of options. And with the Steam sales coming up and everything, uh, you'll be able to pick up Dark Deity, uh, Symphony of War, um, all those fun things uh, at a discount. Probably not Persona 5 Tactica. If you want a discount there, you'll want to play it on Game Pass. But uh, the other games we mentioned likely will. Who knows? Have, um, it's hard to tell with those. That one yeah. might get discounted, might not. It's hard to tell. Yeah, maybe a slight discount, but nothing in comparison to like you know 
the, the older Pro- probably TVs. not a Black Friday discount, but maybe a Christmas discount. True, true. I, I don't know how quickly Atlas discounts stuff. Uh, I I don't know. Maybe maybe it takes some time. We'll have to see. Um, keep your eye out for that though, and uh, keep your eye out for more Fire Emblem Heroes content in the near future as we uh get very much closer to the book eight launch in mid to well early December we'll say. Uh, if you're looking for more episodes, you can go to gamersinpodcast.com slash fay. You can check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. You can also follow us on Twitter. You can find me at R. Murphy, Eddie at Dralfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. Be sure to check out feheroes.fandom.com or go to resource for Fire Emblem Heroes information. It's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks. It'll either be a mini episode to cover the uh, latest Mythic Hero or a full episode if we have a Fae channel by then. So stay tuned for that update. Discord's probably the best bet to get that update as soon as that Fae channel goes live. We'll be able to confirm our plans. Uh, and then the week after that, we will have a normal episode to cover the launch of Book 8 and the associated new heroes. So have a great couple weeks and happy summoning. Happy summoning.